We've seen five games this week and the entertainment has been better than anything Bollywood can think up. This week we'll be talking about Rahul. Naam to suno hoga. We saw Shahrukh Khan rise high in Mumbai. A familiar trend, Sanju stole the show and ended up swiping left on his co-star in the last over. Another Rahul spun a web while his brother swung back fiercely. Time stood still in the middle of the week where we saw the same game play out on two consecutive days. We'll also be talking about the new students of the year as Ashdeep, Avesh and Sakarya are the latest heartthrobs around. Welcome to the third episode of the Around the World in 20 Overs podcast. Uh, I'm Anirudh. Um, so we are a bunch of friends from our MBA college and school that, that have gotten together on a WhatsApp group and then eventually started a podcast to talk about uh, the cricket, specifically the IPL. Um, so we're all a team over here. So I'm Anirudh. I'm the fiery fast bowler who reminds all my viewers of fast greats like Walsh and Donald, albeit for my exploits uh, with the bat rather than with the ball. We have DSK, a hard hitter who likes to take the attack to the opposition, but sometimes gets caught outside his crease. We have RK, a silent yet deadly fielder at backward point. He lulls you into a false sense of security with his demeanor before lunging head first and knocking the stumps off when you try to sneak a run. We have Arun. Uh, he had a dream of becoming the Indian Brettley but was bluntly told by his uncle that he doesn't have the height and he was then hit for 37 runs in a single over. That was the end of the dream. Uh, we have Pratik. He was filled with op- optimism in his youth but his cricket career was short-lived after he considered, conceded 15 runs in a single ball. He has since become a leading journalist who uses his wide network of sources and stats to always remain in the know. Uh, Swagat, he's our experienced campaigner who struggles to keep up with the times. He's often found in the dressing room struggling to unlock his smartphone. We have Ab, known for his times, but more often than not, he's caught with a large gap between bat and pad. And lastly, we have Rathor. He's the youngster making his way through the ranks, technically strong, but he's really gu- he's guilty of spending much too much time on TikTok rather than in the nets. Let's get right into it. Um, Pratik, tell us what happened with Punjab this week. So, the fourth match uh, of the IPL 2021 between Rajasthan Royals and Punjab Kings had it all. Uh, it had drop catches, great catches, high scoring match, and Sanju Samson's broken dream. Uh, the match started with uh, Punjab batting first and Rahul uh, with his customary 91 or 50 balls. Uh, he was ably supported by Gale initially, who scored 40. And then the X-Factor, Huda, came into the picture and stole the game away from uh, the Rajasthan Royals in the first innings. Uh, Huda scored 64 of 28 deliveries. And uh, Punjab ended up scoring 221 runs of 20 overs. Uh, Rajasthan, in the reply, lost Ben Stokes pretty early. And then came the Sanju Samson show. Uh, he scored 119 of uh, 63 deliveries and almost stole victory from the jaws of defeat. Uh, but sadly, uh, he did not take the run of the last deli- of the last but one delivery and could not finish off uh, Punjab Kings right at the end. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, it's as we expected uh, when we did the preview that Samson is going to be golden when we start off with the IPL and he was brilliant in the game. Uh, was he right to deny the single in the last over? You could argue the case either way. I mean, if you're in that rich vein of a form, you could say that, yeah, I back myself to take the team over the line. But uh, is it fair? I mean, he was left with needing a six 
to win the game while if he had taken a single even a miscued boundary could have at least given them the tie from morris and uh, sadly it didn't happen so the first game of sanju samson despite such a good performance ended up in a loss for rajasthan we've uh, seen uh, earlier as well and we've discussed that that sanju often starts big and uh, i think we had some stats where uh, we've seen that in the last four ipls he's had something like 55 to 65% of his runs for the entire season in the first three games so so uh, you know just a question on huda before we come back to rr so uh, like what do you guys think of huda like uh he he's not had a great record mainly batting at 5 and 6 do you think he will make a good deal at 4 is he can he be the x factor for them so deepak hoda plays at 4 for his uh, state team he has had a he has had a terrible last few months having uh, been dropped from the baroda team after a scuffle with uh, krunal pandya so he could not play the vijay hazare trophy and the uh, sayed mustaqari trophy uh so so he came into the ipl having to prove a point and i guess he did in a way in the first match uh i have also a theory that uh, probably he was sent in to kind of break that monotony of uh, two right handers at the start and then two left handers to follow in gale and puran so for the bowlers it would have been a slightly easier task you know plan their uh, plan their attack out so huda coming in in between gale and uh, puran would also break that monotony in a way Yeah, I think I think that's a that's one of the good things that they have done. Like not have Gale and then Puran come in with two right-handers at the top. Uh, that's a good thing. But uh, also, I think one of the positives for Kings Eleven is uh, you know how their Indian bowlers are shaping up. Uh, Arshdeep especially, right? So Arshdeep and Shami as well. True. Ah, uh, the the Indian bowling has been quite good, but shockingly, their overseas bowling. Ah. Uh, a uh, uh, lacks conviction so they spent a huge load of money for two uh, fast bowlers who were tonk for uh, 55 and 49 of their four over quota uh, and and you could see that uh, sanju samson in that form he was was clearing the field quite quite well uh, they did not seem to have a, a sixth bowler who could bowl like do something slightly different or use use uh, the the slowness of the wicket or some something of that sort so that i would think is a, a worry for uh, uh, kings 11 and quite contrary to that uh, i thought rr had uh, a lot of options with the bowling uh, especially with the with the uh, slow bowler so once uh, when they start playing in say delhi or chennai it they uh, i think it will help the fact that they have devadia uh, ryan parag uh, soryan parag uh, as uh, and even mustafizur if you see the way he was bowling the slow delivery sees he was getting a lot of purchase of the wicket uh, but the star of the show was was sakaria uh, 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 anyone who wants to speak more about this uh, gem of a bowler that that we have found so sakaria I haven't really seen much of him before this ipl started but i mean it's really great that uh, he's having that kind of uh, you know uh tragedy and then he's able to come up and play well so arshdeep had a great game in that match he took he, he was the he was the guy who kind of stopped sanju samson from uh, winning the match right and he took he took 3 for 35 and uh, bowled some amazing deliveries he, he had control he did not look like a guy who who who, who is inexperienced and bowled like a seasoned campaigner 
so ashdeep in a way for me was was the was the guy who kind of took the game away from rr at that point of time sanju samson just looked like he will he will score the runs easily but uh, ashdeep with his with his guile and uh, uh, intelligence won the match for punjab early hot take i think uh, we've seen broadly two kinds of pitches right in i mean all the games so far have been played at bombay and chennai and uh, there are so many wickets so far in all these opening games that have fallen to slower balls and i think the indian quicks are just better at executing those slower balls and by indian you know i can throw a wider net include asian quicks and you know throw mr fuzir in there uh there's just so much better at doing that whether it's sakaria ashdeep whether it's mustafizur i think you know your riley meredith of the world who can bowl 24 balls at 145 k uh even your young indian uncapped players don't respect that anymore they just talk him for all sorts of runs that was uh, one of my favorite parts of this week uh, just watching the fizz uh, get back to his best i think uh, when he when he was playing for hyderabad uh, he just shot onto the scene he was pretty unplayable with that uh, slower ball and with that he has an amazing yorker at full pace as well and his slower ball it's almost like a top of the hand murli dharan spinner it's so in, it's so difficult to I, I comprehend how that's happening it looks like it it can't physically happen but it's an incredible delivery and uh, two matches now i think he bowled really well in the first match as well um probably didn't get uh, this the kind of returns that he got in the second game but i'm really excited to see him back uh, i thought his career was uh, done after the elbow injury and also after that mumbai uh, documentary which didn't really paint him in the right light uh, he didn't understand the language he was struggling to connect with his teammates and things like that really happy to see that he's back and delivering at the top level yeah uh, coming back to the slow balls uh Yeah, I was debating with my cousin who is a cricket purist and watches only Test cricket, and he says T20 is destroying cricket as a sport. Uh, I beg to differ on this aspect because the the uh, different variations in bowling that is that we have seen, uh, either whether it is with the line, the the wide yorkers, or the across the uh, right-handed batsman kind of deliveries. and to the multiple different variations of slow balls that we have seen the split finger uh, the one that is curving cross seam deliveries the knuckle balls uh, the the fifth speciality uh, i think probably in one of our later episodes we should research a bit more on the different varieties of these slow balls that we have seen and probably uh, discuss which is the most important one yeah dsk i think you're being really nice because this is probably your uh, somebody from your family but honestly this is we are sitting in an era where we've just seen uh, rishabh pant washington sundar smack the best bowlers in the world reverse sweep james anderson with a new ball win series in australia uh, t20 is not killing the game it's 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 taking india to the top of the game our entire team is um, an example of that i think it'll be fun to get your uh, cousin on this podcast and maybe we can debate this with him So, so coming to this uh, whole, you know, T Twenty generation, and you know how explosive our new talents are. I mean, how how wonderful was that Samson knock, man? Like, uh, you know, the way like we have seen these kind of knocks before, especially in the early part of the IPL. But the way he paced the innings, I thought was like really brilliant. And you know, very calm shots, uh, magical knock, uh, just like fallen short, right? 
Yeah, so I, I I mean I totally understand why he didn't take the single. It was um, uh, he was he had scored I think seven or eight sixes at that time, and I think Morris was new to the crease. He he was he didn't have a single boundary to his name. It is a bit of an ask uh, for Morris as well. Plus he we all know he's sitting on a big um, a load of pressure with that price tag already. I think Sanju was the right guy to uh, place the last ball. There was I think a better problem than Morris hitting a four in my opinion. um that said um sanju i'm just looking forward to him continuing this i was looking at some uh, stats like uh, swag mentioned uh, 48% of his runs in the ipl have come in the first five games and the last five games is 18% that's that's a really really poor and this is over his entire career so that's a really poor um, consistency in term for a now no, no longer young he's is this is the time where he should be getting into the team that's some poor consistency i would like to see uh, re- him really double down and do this more often in the ipl um just a thought on uh, on sanju uh, and a comment that he made probably a couple of years back uh, when he was asked the same question uh, his response was i would rather be uh, remembered for playing those big innings than be a consistent uh, batsman uh, your your thoughts on that uh, 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 because do you expect him to be say like a uh, kp or a jayavardhana who is, was never the most consistent batsman but you remember the special innings that they play uh, would you not want him to do continue doing that rather score uh, mid the uh, 20s and 30s in this kind of format but uh, never truly amaze you with uh, the ordinings see that's uh, see that's exactly how it looks as well that's um that's fine if he was doing this like kohli does it right if he was doing it in the kind of conversion rate that kohli does it then that oh, take it take my money there's uh, if he can deliver every third or fourth innings with a 75 plus score great i think he's got six 75 plus scores in his entire career in the ipl uh, and i think like 30% of his runs come from those kinds of innings uh, it's a, it's a small set of innings and a big sh- Uh, total run scored i was just comparing him to someone like a, a dinesh karthik or a raidu or an uttappa who kind of have the same kind of runs uh, uh, averages and strike rates that he's had in the ipl and these guys um, out of five games as you typically expect 33% of their runs come from 33 to 35% of their runs come from the first five and the back five that's just a, a le- level of consistency that they show i think that's not too unreasonable to have if that is the case and he only does beginnings then he should do more of it throughout the uh, entire tournament that consistency is not about he sh- he shouldn't play the way he plays i think it's just that he should do it more of- more often yeah i i agree on that and uh, there there is the fact that he has the most number of hundreds in the ipl after kohli but again if you've made a century and then the next six games you've done nothing is is it actually worth that worth that and uh, to what dsk said maybe his stance has now changed now that he is supposed to have taken on a more senior role in the team and uh, he has more responsibility and in in the batting lineup he's probably one one of the most important cogs i would have said that he's one of the three most important men but now he's probably one of the two most important men in the batting order so i think uh, as far as sanju is concerned so you know so we 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 would all like to see him really fulfill his potential so we don't want him to become a, a player who will just play the odd 100 in, in ipl uh, so so i think there are two uh, there, there are two aspects here one is the mental aspect where he's getting those big runs in the first two or three matches 
and then he is uh, feeling the pressure that now i have to match up to that and uh, after that uh, i oh, oh, observed one thing in the la, la last year when i was getting out uh, uh, after getting some good starts so he was trying to hit the fast bowlers uh, out of the park actually so uh, when i looked at his hundreds in the first two or three matches he was only trying to place the balls against the fast fa, fa, bowlers i think he will be better off no, not trying to hit them out of the park and trying to place his uh, uh, shots i mean talking about the batting order of uh, rajasthan i think uh, prateek had uh, something interesting to say about that yeah so uh, i just wanted to make sense of rajasthan's batting order i mean why is butler not opening i was going through some uh, stats of josh butler over the last 3 uh, or four seasons and his average in the first six overs is 45 with a strike rate of 154 which is which is you know which is great and it it kind of takes the game away from the opposition right at the start and it if you if you if he is batting right at the end and he's getting like probably seven or eight overs that kind of puts you already in the back foot it's basically you know putting one of your best batsmen right at the end and asking him to uh, go berserk uh, uh, without facing 10 or 12 deliveries right and even i was looking at his stats for the last you know uh, uh, three overs or last five overs rather he has an average of around 25 of course the strike rate will always be higher but that that does not make sense if you have a player who can who can go and hit it right at the start why bringing bring him on at the end so so in answer to uh, your question prateek uh, i would agree and if any of our listeners our valued listeners has heard the first episode they would say they would hear that uh, we've talked about wanting butler to open the innings uh thankfully the cricketing gods have heard our prayers and uh, with stokes's injury i would guess that butler will continue to open as he did in the second game uh talking about the second game um, what are your thoughts on uh, david miller we've uh, we've not had a very high opinion of uh, his t20 capabilities in the last three or four seasons but if you look at uh, the form that he's come into this ipl with i mean hitting a 27 ball 50 against uh, pakistan then uh, another 50 albeit at a 93 strike rate uh, then he also had uh, a 45 ball 85 in lahore uh, in the 30 20 against pakistan so he's he's had a decent uh, bit of outing so uh, maybe with stokes gone maybe he takes up uh, the mantle of the fourth overseas player because it would either be him or tie or livingston yeah i mean you're uh, you're absolutely right um, uh, he has not been um, the miller that we had the killer miller right that everybody had uh, expected him to be from his punjab days i think from 2015 onwards he's had just two 50s in the ipl and this was his second uh, that said i think he played a really good knock um, it was really important in the context of the game he set up that win uh, i know it was taken home by someone else but he really set that up uh, and tipo morris uh, came back at the end and 
uh, well, I think every all the headlines are going to be about how much he was paid and uh, that um, that amazing innings that he did. Uh, two South Africans coming good in the clutch. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, I guess it was only balancing that it had to come at the cost of Rabada. Uh, but Tipo, great knock. He has a really good strike rate in the IPL. Uh, I think of upwards of 160. He can do this from time to time. I don't think anybody can expect him to do it on a consistent basis, but he, he is capable of this. RK, what did you think of Morris? So, uh, Morris has, if you look at his overall record, I mean, he's had a pretty good strike rate. He's barely had to bat, I think, last three, four years. He's not got to bat. But I think the main thing about his innings was, you know, just how many chances he got. I don't think he really, uh, you know, hit any great balls for four or six. Just like he got, you know, length balls. He was getting balls in the slot and I think, uh, yeah, so we'll have to wait and watch with Morris, like, does he really earn his book or not? I, I think even Ponting pointed that out, like, they kind of helped Morris, but I mean, after the, uh, you know, after what uh, Samson, uh, like, after that exchange, the last match, good to see him come back and earn that respect <laughs> along with the, like, Izzat along with the uh, Paisa, so. Uh- Speaking about that point about uh, him not facing uh, good deliveries, uh, I-, I thought Tom Curran bowled quite badly at the end and his very poor English length was put out of the ground by Morris. Uh, the-, the sad part was Tom Curran had to bowl the last over while uh, Ravichandran Ashwin was left with one over to uh, 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 one over left. Uh, and Considering that there were two left-handers, uh, Miller and Tevatia batting at one point of time, it, I thought it was a miss by the, the DC captain not to ball uh, uh, off-spinner to the two lefties. Uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, is, this... it, is it a sign of inexperience? The punt inexperience that you talked about in the first episode? Yeah, this is, this is something we'll need to keep our eye on, right? Like a uh, young keeper... Is it possible that he just forgot that he was around? I, I think he brought uh, Stoinis in because he has the option. Um, there were two left-handers batting and this is somebody who's on three overs for 14 and has taken the most wickets anybody has ever taken off left-handers. Uh, it doesn't make any logical sense that he would stop bowling Ashwin. Uh, I guess when he has so many options in his plate, he just wanted to use all of them. Maybe he just got a little distracted at that point. Yeah, Um um, other than Morris, the two other uh, uh, batsmen who uh, RR have in that position, like 6, 7, 8, uh, is uh, Rian Parag and Rahul Tavatia. Tavatia, we have seen what uh, uh, he can do. But uh, in the two games, I felt that he's still uh, uh, not uh, in perfect touch. And uh, when the deliveries are angled away from him, he was struggling to connect. Uh, but Rian Parag in the first game particularly, uh, I thought he played a very good uh, uh, cameo assisting uh, Sanju Samson quite brilliantly. So, uh, a good number six, number seven batsman there because uh, he can roll his arm over and get a couple of overs of spin also on, on a helping track. You brought up the point on Pant, uh, maybe forgetting that Ashwin has the fourth over. I was just wondering what are the odds that uh, a guy like Ashwin that would let him forget that? He'll be always around, walking around puns, trying to say something in his ear, trying to give, you know, elder brotherly kind of advice. That's the kind of guy Ashwin is. You know, yeah, he's a I classic was, uh, concoction. Yeah, I, you know, I was just going to say that because when you have so many experienced people on the field, like Dhawan is there, Ashwin is there, 
i am also wondering like what kind of uh, you know communication is going on to kind of miss that that's a surprise for me as well yeah i mean uh, i don't know what happened ashwin up uh, your right ashwin probably was in his ear reminding him that he had an over left i think it may have uh, been a case of he ended up bowling a couple of other players there for rotation and ended up not being in a position to bring ashwin back it was too late perhaps um what about parag dsk you mentioned his batting uh, talk to me about that bowling if you can call it bowling yeah yeah probably uh, uh it it looked more like a bowling uh, on on one of those uh, alleys uh, that's how it looked uh, although he did get i think he he took a couple of wickets already so uh, let's see uh, how it goes with him uh, but yeah brilliant batsman to say the least i want to bring over, bring the point back to chris morris and his uh, uh, and the big bucks that he's earning at rajasthan royals so apart from his batting his i think one of the reasons that they have picked him is for his bowling and his death over bowling right he has uh, he has around uh, so basically in the last 3 overs he has taken around 48 wickets in the whole of his ipl uh, with with an economy of uh, 8 8.3 which is which is which is pretty amazing i guess i mean if you have if you have a steady death death bowler who can who can guarantee you a wicket or two and not go for runs that kind of uh, already you know helps your team uh, chasing 20 runs less or you know while even while defending they can they can kind of squeeze that part around so for me chris morris i mean yes of course his batting has kind of deteriorated in the ipl at least but his bowling is still pretty decent now that uh, rr have lost uh, jofra archer so that uh, with morris there at the end that will surely help so pratik uh, you know one more thing on this morris that i read about like uh, you know of all the bowlers who bowled 40 plus overs in death he has the third best record uh, in terms of the economy rate so i think uh, he's got hit a few times and probably that's what seared into our mind that you know morris is not that great but i think pretty good record overall so okay i think uh, so he has a really good record i think in i think for most of his uh, career but i think the last two years is what uh, changed the opinion about him i think 2019 and 18 he went for like over 9.5 10 and over i think that's when he had these peak years and then uh, he had two bad years i think that's when the narrative turned a little yeah but no doubt so, i think he pulled it back in 2020 and he's not started great but maybe he's got some tricks up his sleeve So who's the next uh, player whose career we revive by jinxing him in the podcast? Jinxing him in the podcast, jinxing him in that WhatsApp group. I'll let I'll let the RK brothers take this one. I think uh, it might be Andre Russell or <laughs> someone probably the way that we are talking uh, trash about them. They are going to fire next. It can will be Manish Pandey who will who will finish I don't think, very fast. I, I don't think he requires any help from us, Arun. but we'll come to that i'm sure okay let's move on to the next game um kkr uh, versus mumbai all all the signs all the data all the stats were pointing mumbai's way but kkr came up with a big surprise so they started the game on fire they uh, i think they had uh, done a lot of homework they came with all the matchups ready uh, they were playing on a chennai pitch which is more suited for spin bowling and bowled five spin bowlers in the power play This is also against the Mumbai team, uh, Mumbai openers who 
probably have a little weak link against spinners. Uh, DSK, what do you think about um, uh, KKR and their tactics against Mumbai? Uh, so, as you said, they started with three spin bowlers, Harbhajan, Varun Chakravarti and Shakib bowling in the first three to four overs. Uh, tied down uh, Rohit and Quinton de Kock, uh, Rohit and uh, Surya Kumar Yadav later, built a decent partnership. Uh, and from probably 10th over onwards, it was it was complete domination by KKR, I would say. Uh, the tactics of the of bowling, the length and the pace, the, uh, the change-ups to the uh, the vacating the batsman of Mumbai uh, was spot on. Very similar to what we discussed after the Mumbai RCB match, where it was extremely well-planned and the execution was perfect. Uh, the biggest surprise uh, being... Uh, Andre Russell coming and taking five wickets in two overs, which which is absolute stunning figures. And uh, Mumbai had a repeat of, of the innings against RCB uh, and, and uh, shut shop at 152. Uh, but the but the KKR innings was was the interesting one because uh, for probably 80% of the innings they are absolutely cruising. It was like. Mumbai completely convinced and uh, KKR, they, they were winning the game, absolutely conned them. And in the split second where they lost concentration, absolutely ran uh, away with the victory. Uh, those who are familiar with the Mumbai's uh, IPL wins in 17 and 19, this is, a, this is very similar to the finals. Uh, Low-scoring games, uh, Mumbai getting absolutely run over. And in the last five games, the game changed. Uh, the The... Saddest part was two of the best finishers in the in the last five years in white ball cricket, uh, Andre Russell and Dinesh Karthik were at the crease and they couldn't uh, uh, put uh, uh, put the game. Uh, they they needed probably 31 from 30 balls and they could not win the game from that point of time. Uh, but kudos to Rohit Sharma because he uh, I think he felt that there is no due uh, and the pitch was slowing down, so he kept two overs. Uh, of Krunal Pandeya for the end. So, he bowled two of those overs in the last five. Uh, completely held uh, Andre Russell. Uh, uh, and then you had the master, uh, uh, Bumrah, bowling absolute peach of a 19th over. In a game where he did absolutely nothing in his first three, but absolute magical 19th over. And bowled came up and uh, did the fireworks in the 20th. So just uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, just uh, like one thing I wanted to add before we, I think we need to talk more about that end of the KKR chase. But one thing I wanted to add on the whole spin strategy is how it allows you know a KKR to use their faster bowlers towards the latter part because we have seen in the Australian series as well that you know Hardik uh, struggles with that back of length really quick ball. I think Pollard also has similar issues. And I think that's also what KKR were trying to do, I think, with DSK you mentioned. But I think that's also a great part of the strategy, like bringing on those faster back-of-length bowlers to face Hardik and Pollard. True. And and the the line and the lengths used for, for uh, Hardik, it was mostly the uh, wide deliveries or a wide, wide back-of-the-length de- uh, deliveries, making him stretch uh, and not giving him the, the, the freedom to go over a long on or the cow corner. With Pollard, it was mostly from around the wicket and bowling across so that, he, uh, again, he had to stretch. And instead of playing shots uh, backward, uh, over point or backward point, uh, the heave uh, towards Cow Corner was, was not helping them. So, a brilliant, uh, brill- brilliantly analyzed and executed plan. Sad part about that was the, the brilliant starts that the KKR 
uh, openers gave rana and gill was thrown away by the middle order especially experienced batsmen by uh, shakib and ayan morgan uh, thoughts about that do do should these batsmen own up uh, for the failure or do we put it on uh, dk and treras i'm i'm not letting um, rana off the hook so easily uh, i think we've seen now in all the games uh, in chennai the guy who plays the most balls needs to take it home and whenever um, a team is lost it's been the guy who is played through either uh, in this match anitish rana or in the previous match um, manish pandey getting out probably when it was important uh, it becomes really hard for a new batsman to come in and i think that's what we've seen we've seen a lot of collapses happening it happened even in the mumbai innings they don't need to look that far away it happened in the mumbai innings as well uh, i think rana played a great knock he got himself in a position they needed just 31 of 31 and the last ball of a of chair's spell where he was clearly the best bowler in the team he comes down the track and tries to hit him for six that made no sense to me i think uh, he needs to take some blame as well totally on board with you uh, all the superstars owen morgan dk well dk at least try to rotate the strike andre russell i don't he needs to he needs to realize that there there has to be more than one way to play the game and uh, he didn't try to rotate strike at all the only reason he even got 9 of 15 is because of the free hit he was really struggling out there uh Harsha Bhogle made this point that, uh, or probably it was Joy Bhattacharya. Uh, Andrew Russell has this one way of batting. You give you give him a set him a target, fifteen runs per over. He'll go. Does not need to think and starts hitting it out of the park. Now suddenly in the sixteenth over, you have a spinner bowling and your target is less than one run a ball. He suddenly has to think: Do I go for this over or should I wait for Marco Jansen or bowl for that one over? That making him think suddenly he does not know what to do. and then the panic set in because there were two tight overs uh, I, i don't know if if, if mumbai designed this uh, and it was by 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 design kudos to them but did not look like that it was it was just a moment of brain freeze by international batsmen so uh, interesting stats a uh, couple of stats so going back to rana you mentioned that uh, he's he's not off the hook very interesting stat that i saw was that after his innings in the first game uh someone pointed out that in his last 6 innings he's either hit 80 plus runs or gone for a first ball duck so he broke that uh rut at least in this uh, match plus in the second game plus also in the 2020 IPL in the death overs KKR has the third lowest uh run rate so you can probably equate it with the fact that Russell had an off year last year as well so if he continues the same way it's 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 probably not uh, a good look uh, for uh, kkr he still stays in the team because he is obviously a good all round option and he can whenever he can switch it on he'll switch it on and that day he he'll be untouchable so he 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 will stay on in the team but uh, there needs to be someone else who can contribute there as well so looking at you mr morgan and mr dk you know uh, just talking of uh, rana as well and uh, chahar took two left-handers wickets in that spell uh, like first of all really magical spell and one of the things i liked about it was he was bowling you know traditional stuff not a very high percentage of rules but i uh, you know there were quite a uh, like a good ratio of uh, you know leg breaks that he was bowling and very controlled bowling uh, coming to the left-handers part uh, like there's a very interesting thing that you know he's he's pretty uh, poor against left-handers in general 
so he has an economy of over eight and he averages almost 60 against left handed batsmen so it was uh, really good to see him pin down both the left handed as well as the right handed batsmen and get two of the left handers wickets uh, so great spell by chahar i mean chahar for me has uh, has has been uh, kind of like uh, the guy for mumbai indians uh, he bowls during those middle overs doesn't concede enough runs uh i think uh, he has taken around 30 odd wickets between uh, over 7 to 16 and his economy rate uh, hovers between i think 7.8 to 8.2 considering that uh, mumbai play most of their matches or rather the home matches in in a an extremely good batting friendly condition uh, rahul chahar going for just you know uh, 7.8 to 8.2 during those middle overs and taking wickets has helped mumbai immensely i guess last year with uh, hardik pandya not bowling rahul chahar kind of took over those reins of uh, uh, you know anchoring those middle overs uh, and taking those important wickets and then bumrah would come at the end and uh, uh, and you know finish it off and you know pratik one of the things which also i think dsk mentioned earlier was a uh, chahar mentioned after the match that you know sometimes rohit has more confidence in me than i have in myself so i think a large part of you know what he uh, you know his improvement and what he has done is uh, down to rohit great uh, captaincy again by i think the best moment of the match for me was when he took kiran pollard that man mountain and made him helmet up in at uh, back pad uh, that was uh, a silly point right in front of uh, dre russell's eye line I think outstanding captaincy, attacking captaincy from Rohit, and it, that definitely changed the game. Uh, Chahar was great. Let's take nothing away from Chahar, but let's come to the goat, Jaspreet Bumrah. Uh, DSK, you mentioned the 19th over, but the 17th over, it was it was only it was only because of that one no ball and that free hit that that over was looked the way it did, and it didn't look that bad to be honest. It was just one boundary in the over. Uh, he he is just the absolute goat when it comes to T20 and Test bowling. uh i think he's gone past malinga in my eyes and hopefully he'll win us a world cup as well okay uh, we've seen a good example of how to chase and some a really bad example on how to chase uh, pratik i think you have a quiz question for us on chasing so uh my quiz question for this episode is who has the highest score in ipl run chases uh, so the second highest score was samson who scored 119 uh, against punjab but who was the highest who was the who has the highest score in ipl run chases all right we'll come back to the answer of that question at the end of the episode uh, let's move on to our next game so the next game was kkr versus mi on the next oh i, I mean uh, rcb versus srh who played the exact same game as kkr and mi um arun talk to me about rcb yeah so in this previous week we saw that some of the games which are not uh, 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 high scoring it can also produce lot of uh, entertainment so we saw maxwell coming in at number 4 and uh, he displayed a lot, uh, lot of responsibility and uh, uh, rcb were not able to cross the threshold of 150 uh, but then we saw the mighty uh, 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 SRH, the breaks were applied on their batting. Uh, as you have seen often on this pitch, Chennai pitch, and it, it was a great match. It was a great 
uh, entertaining watch. I think uh, we've had a lot of um, really close games in this IPL. It's been fantastic viewing. I think this game and Chennai's earlier game, uh, Chennai's game uh, versus Punjab and the earlier game versus Delhi are the only ones that weren't really close. Um, uh, in this game, we had uh, some really key performances. You mentioned uh, Maxwell. Uh, what do you think about Shabazz? So, uh, uh, I'll first talk about the batting point. Uh, so, after... Uh, experimenting with Washi at number 3 in the last match. This time they brought him Shabazz at number 3. And he began well. He was playing some attacking shots, but it didn't last long. But I think it is an experiment which can be continued in the coming games. As far as the bowling is concerned, you know, when when he came in, the SRH openers, Warner and co were going great guns and they're looking like uh, they will comfortably chase the total and he, he came in and took some three wickets he made complete use of the pitch and he really put the you know breaks on the srh batting and after that it was very difficult for srh to make a match out of it coming back to maxwell right i think this is the most relaxed i've seen him uh, you know on a 140, 150, 160 kind of pitch, you would expect Maxwell to be the to be the first guy who struggles, right? He likes the ball coming onto the bat. He likes to swing through the line, hit it over, hit it over mid-wicket. Uh, he played a very measured innings as he did even in the first game, uh, in this in in the opening game of the of the IPL this year, right? So I think two very measured innings we've seen from Maxwell. You know, in any 150 kind of a pitch, any guy who gets a 50 is automatically putting his team in a pretty good position to win the match. And, uh, uh, you know, I've been very pleasantly surprised by uh, Maxwell so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, in in his previous team, he was the absolute superstar. I think that was not really um, working that well in, on his uh, for him. Uh, we've seen here that he's coming to a team which has Virat Kohli and A.B. De Villiers. And if we know anything about Virat Kohli, all his decisions as captain aside, he sets standards that everybody needs to, uh, you know, abide by. Uh, and I think, I don't think he'll he'll allow somebody like Maxwell to, you know, take it easy uh, in the dugout. Maybe he had some freedoms in his, uh, in the earlier team that um, Virat Kohli will definitely not allow him to have uh, in this team. What What is definitely for sure, um, his, he's changed the way he was playing as well. I think um, uh, the excellent telecast on uh, Star Sports, the, the Select HD dugout, uh, which has Brian Lara, who comments on uh, uh, players' techniques and changes in techniques, uh, it was it was outstanding the way they detailed Maxwell in in the past years versus Maxwell in this year. Uh, so he likened Maxwell to a golf player, like he was swinging, like he had a golf swing where he was trying to take a ball which was outside off stump and swing it over mid wicket. And instead, this year, he's playing a classic a cover drive, maybe a lofted cover drive uh, for the same ball. And um, the risk of that is much lower and therefore, it's, uh, it's, 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 making, it's working for him. I think Lara was, uh, was absolutely spot on because in the next ball, he played exactly the shot that they were describing. Uh, just a side note on the, on the dugout uh, telecast, I absolutely love it. So, about ma, 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 Maxwell, uh, I think what has happened is that Virat Kohli has... To told Maxwell that, uh, see, you are one of my ma- main guys. I'm going to promote you at number four. And you will have the responsibility to build the innings and also finish it in the end. 
I think that has done a world of good for Maxwell. Yeah, I mean, so uh, just adding to that, um, I think DSK at the start in the preview he mentioned that uh, he feels he doesn't take uh, IPL seriously. Um, but then I've, I've uh, noticed, and and I also mentioned in the preview itself that I think it's, it's going to be one of the best seasons that Maxwell has had in IPL. The reason for that is uh, similar to you know uh, Pant uh, post uh, the previous IPL. Uh, season that was a disaster for maxwell i've also seen that that he has changed uh, not much about the technique but uh, changed his approach definitely wherein uh, similar to pant he is not going after every ball now uh, and that changed from the international uh, matches itself uh, post the ipl when when india toured australia also in, in the shorter format he was not going after each and every ball uh, just looking out and and selecting the deliveries on on which he wants to go after, and and that's something which he has carried on. And even when he was coming to IPL, I just felt he is going to uh, carry on that. And I think we have seen those that that changes in in the in the past um, both the innings. I feel you know because uh, as as Ab also mentioned, you know uh, low scoring games, but still he's uh, he's been able to do. The main thing was. Uh, uh, he's not going after each and every ball. He was just picking his deliveries. Uh, when he sees it's it's perfectly in his slot, he's going after uh, them. And he's, he's picking his bowlers as well. So that's kind of a different approach, I would say, that I've noticed uh, compared to previous seasons. Uh, which which he was, he, in the past one year, he's, he's made those changes, I feel. It's quite difficult, pleasantly strange to say that RCB finally have a very stable and calm uh, and composed middle order around A.B. de Villiers. But looking at the other end, uh, SRH seem to be in complete disarray. Uh, one of the best openers in T20, Johnny Basto, is batting in the middle order for them. Uh, Mahesh Pandey seems to be playing more for himself uh, than for the team. Uh, Abdul Samad, I've read good things about him. I've not seen uh, much. Jason Holder seems like a shadow of the older player. Uh, people who are the wonderful listeners of this podcast would already know my thoughts on Vijay Shankar already. Uh, but but the question comes back to Manish Pandey and and I'll I'll uh, link it to uh, Radha's comment on uh, Rana from the previous game because as he said this was like a replica of the the Mumbai match uh, Mumbai KKR match. Uh, so, similar to how Rana was absolutely in control, dominating the game and threw it away, uh, thought Manish Pandey played a very unnecessary role. Instead, He could have let the big hitters play around him and he could have taken uh, carried the team home. Rather, he uh, hit a 39 uh, ball, 38, uh, threw the game away and uh, on, on a sticky wicket, uh, quite difficult uh, for new batsmen to come in, he exposed uh, his low order. Uh, uh, interesting stat that Simon Duell uh, had posted on uh, uh, uh videos was that in the last three and a half years, Manish Pandey has had 14 innings uh, uh, where he has faced 30 plus balls, uh, of which 11 of them, 11 of them have been lost by SRH. And that is an absolutely shocking stat that if Manish Pandey stays at the wicket, the chances are that his team is going to lose the game. So, DSK just want to add a few more things on what you said about uh, Pandey. So, uh, you know, Manish Pandey is one of the few batsmen who has, you know, consistently placed 25 plus balls. His strike rate in 25 plus balls 
is just around 136. I mean, after that 25 run, a uh, 25 ball mark, he just bats at only 136 strike rate. And you know, the one of the reasons for that low strike rate after 25 balls is that he hits only one boundary every eight balls. Both of these uh, counts, he's pretty much low down the ladder when you look at IPL. Uh, you know, batsmen who last that long. So I think one of the reasons that he's he is not able to hit boundaries at the rate that others do. Yeah, I think um, I I wasn't letting Rana go lightly. Um, much less forgiving, I think people need to be uh, about Manish Pandey. Two games now. Um, we discussed in the previous episode that he did his job as his number three. Uh, he glued the innings together and you know took the team to the end while some of his support staff kind of failed. Um, that may be true to some extent. However, like I mentioned for Rana. I think there's an inherent responsibility on the guy who plays 30 40 balls in the innings particularly on this chennai track that they need to take the game um, uh, to the end I think Samad um, brought the game close in the previous game and he's continuing to be uh, really dominant uh, his strike rate is uh, outstanding I think he had an uh, he has the second best strike rate in the IPL for anybody who's played 10 innings or more uh, but manish pandey is losing games for his team that stat that you mentioned dsk 11 out of 14 when he's played 30 balls or more that is truly damning that i uh, that is something that the team should actually look at and question whether they're putting their um, money behind the right horse uh, that is something that they really need to fix going forward coming back to uh, abdul samad and just adding on to uh, the stat that you mentioned even in the shahid mustaq ali trophy uh in the last two seasons uh he has a strike rate of 150 uh, which is which is very good and if 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 he's going to be the finisher then he should be given more responsibility if uh, Man- if manish pandey is coming in at number 3 and uh, taking so many deliveries then probably srs needs to need to think around that whether uh Manish Pandey should come in at number three, and if he is coming at number three, should he bat thirty-eight of thirty-nine deliveries? Is that is that something that is acceptable in this day and age? Uh, I am not sure about it. I guess Samad could be an option to you know probably uh, go on maybe you know just at number three just to you know disrupt uh, the bowling, uh, but Pandey at three, I just don't see it working. Yeah, uh, just uh, um, bef- like we've seen Manish Pandey over two innings now with probably not the best results. Uh, somehow I felt this innings was really screaming out for Kane Williamson. These kinds of uh, conditions um, and the chasing a target which was p- perhaps not that challenging. I think a guy like Kane Win- Williamson will do wonders for them. Uh, uh, I think there was talk uh, from the SRH camp itself that Kane Williamson was expected to start ahead of Bairstow. and um, i think the only reason is he's carrying a knock i don't know how much of that is typical uh, camp talk where you try and uh, write off a benching as an injury but i really i really hope uh, kane wilson uh, comes comes back in the next few games because they desperately need him that that would help the sort out the things in the middle order but uh, still the point that pratik was talking about the firepower at the, the start of the evening Uh, that would still be missing because if the if they drop Bastow uh, and still continue with Saha on sticky wickets, I don't know whether he can give the flying start. Warner is no longer the the uh, he's more of an anchor. And the problem that you find with SRH is you have too many anchors in the in the top four. 
rather than somebody is going to uh, go after the bowling yeah let's so, let's talk about let's talk about chahal i think uh, um one thing that we've talked about manish pande we've talked about some of the other worries that hyderabad have is chahal a worry is it too early should we be worrying about chahal Uh, uh, I think it is too early to say that uh, he has been a failure in the uh, uh, IPL. Uh, but if we see the the recent past, so even for the national team, he has not been really bowling very well, and uh, he has come into this uh, IPL, and uh, and we can see clearly that the confidence aspect is a bit lacking at this point because he is all. Oh, Oh, also trying to bowl faster through the air, so I think he needs to uh, get get the matches in. He needs to get the confidence back, and I think we will see Chahal bowling well as the tournament goes on. It's quite strange to uh, say that we are worrying about Chahal uh, as the bowler to worry about from RCB. Uh, while two other young indian bowlers mohammad siraj and harshal patel have been absolutely fantastic in two games uh, harsha calls harshal patel as a uh, right arm fast off spin bowler but but he is getting the job done a uh, 4 overs 25 for 2 he had a brilliant game against mumbai also where he took a 5 for uh, but are we being a bit too critical on chahal uh, he, he did not take any wickets but it was still uh, just over 7 runs per over uh, is it a bit uncalled for are we are we uh, being very critical of the bowler uh, like if you compare it with say uh, washington sundar it's it's more or less the same uh, same numbers that they're throwing i think I guess yeah. for chahal uh, my only thing is that in on both the pitches the uh, the it suited spinners okay and if you see what chahar did or rahul chahar did uh, for mumbai and you compare uh, it to you know uz uh, bowling on a similar kind of pitch uh, that's where you know you kind of start thinking that you know should he have done more yes of course he he bowled at 7 runs per over but what rcb needed at that time was wickets of course uh, shahbaz came at the end and you know changed the game around but uh, uz being the senior bowler could uh, if the if he had taken a couple more wickets then probably you know things may have been different because obviously rcb had a chance of losing that match personally i i, I feel i have an um, I, i'll have an unpopular opinion on chahal um, because i've uh, especially in internationals also uh, specifically in t20 games where uh, batsmen try to go after him his actually go to stock delivery in those scenarios is bowling wide of the stump uh, bowling at the six stump and you know uh, it turns towards just inside the wide Uh, line so basically um i've have been and it's been the case for the past 3 years now 3 to 4 years uh in fact i was just waiting when he's going to get found out for that particular delivery uh if you look at previous wickets uh, especially in the later half of uh, the t20 ma- matches specifically uh, you'll see that you know the ones trying to hit uh, across the line or something like that he's, he's he tries to bowl wide deliveries and most of the batsmen get caught on uh, long offs most of the times so or or if a lefty batsman is there he's going to get caught on long on so that's is uh, that's a very specific delivery that he keeps bowling and and i i really um 
don't know why it's, uh, now since uh, all the teams have such such of uh, lots of data available why have they not been going after it so uh, a lot of times he's he's getting the beating for the past one year specifically because those kind of deliveries he is not getting wickets now uh, in in those uh, games which he used to get uh, in his earlier days actually that was his very much you know a kind of a stock delivery i would say out of uh, six deliveries he used to bowl three to four deliveries in that area uh, especially especially after 15th over of the game hopefully it's just um, a matter of time till chael comes good he did after all um, have a pretty uh, pretty good uh, ipl last season with uh, 21 wickets um anyway let's move on to the game um uh, from friday uh, chennai versus punjab and uh, chennai with a performance that i think uh, ab would be happy with ab what do you say about chennai yep uh, absolutely so i think uh, probably the most one sided game in the season so far and the other one being the first chennai game where delhi pretty much rolled over chennai uh, but yeah definitely feels pretty good to get the first win under the belt it was a total consummate performance um, you know i recall last episode me talking about how deepak chahar is a pretty ordinary bowler when he doesn't get swing and while i stand by that today he got swing and today he was magnificent that ball to mayank agarwal i could watch again and again and again right and um, yeah it was a pretty uh, like i said a consummate performance the fielding was on point uh, barring that one drop catch from gaikwad you know jadeja was on fire diving taking catches hitting those directives which we know you know he can do at any time uh, getting punjab you know pretty cheaply for just 107 and then you know it was, then it became a question of when csk is going to get there and not if csk is going to get there right moin ali was you know flowing pretty well as he showed in the previous game a uh, couple of hic- minor hiccups along the way with raina and uh, raidu throwing away their wickets you know and trying to boost the net run rate but a pretty comfortable win for csk yeah absolutely i mean um, we discussed at length uh, in the last episode about csk's reliance on deepak chahar and how good he's been um, when he gets that swing early on i think there are very few bowlers in the entire league uh, who contribute the way he does uh, since 2018, uh, in the power play, Chahar has taken 35 wickets, and that's number one, and followed by Trent Bolt, who is 23. So he has a significant lead um, in taking wickets in the power play. He can be that important, and this includes a very below-par season in 2020. That's the kind of impact that he can have on this team. Uh, and then when he get when we get those um, wickets on the like at, at the front of the innings. Those spinners come on and then what, what I like to call the CSK squeeze. Uh, before the batsman knows what's happening, three or four overs of Jadeja and Moin Ali are over. And uh, then they're all playing catch-up after that. Uh, people have to take about, uh, take risks and uh, we end up getting more wickets. And that's been the template for CSK when we were most successful, uh, though only using his spinners uh, uh, to the best of his ability. But Jadeja, he changed that game. Uh, in the, right in the beginning... There was a catch dropped. Shoulders could have dropped. The informed batsman of the IPL for the last three or four years, KL Rahul, he just smashed 90 or 50 in the previous game. What an incredible run out. Ab, talk to me about Jadeja. Jadeja, 
what can you say right uh, he just gets better and better as he gets older and older uh, he is just you know uh, we talked about how he's, he was described as bits and pieces before if he is still bits and pieces then they are pretty significant bits and pieces for us right uh, such a fantastic fielder you can just depend on him he's there everywhere uh, gets through his overs before you can blink pretty accurate with all six balls and most importantly his batting over the last 3 years has been the best he's batted in his career for me such a reliable player in you know in every discipline of the game i wouldn't trade him for anyone i think our bits uh, sanju manju's reputation that's in bits and pieces nothing else but you know talking of that run out uh, i just uh, I, like like when that run out happened i was just wondering like how are these two you know making a run when it's a tight situation and you know jadeja is the fielder that was i think a very badly judged uh, uh, like single as well uh, so that yeah. was um, i think rk coming um, that that was coming from the pressure that gail was under i think he was looking really jittery uh, another thing about chehar that's that's really that's really something that should be noted he takes wickets of course in the power play but he has a lot of dot balls uh, he he of all the bowlers in the ipl he ranks number 5 in terms of uh, dot ball percentage and the guys who are above him these are like real great we're talking about jofra archer dale stein you know the absolute who's who of pace bowling uh, and this guy ranks 5 in terms of dot ball percentage so he creates pressure uh, with his dot balls he swings the ball big in the first two overs he he's a real asset when things are going his way and that you could see gale being jittery i think gale got uh, kl into that run he wanted to get off strike wanted to get his legs moving and kl was a victim of uh, some incredible fielding <laughs> gail didn't last too long uh, after that uh, and jareja was in the uh, action again what an incredible catch i don't think you i ab uh, mentioned bits and pieces those are the biggest bits and pieces we can ever hope for what an incredible catch and a cool spell as well four overs done in no time uh, awesome performance uh, let's come to our our new singam or our new lion Moin Ali, Ab, talk to me about Moin. Moin, I'm just loving it. I remember we spoke about Moin in our uh, in our preview episode before the season began, and I was super happy with how Chennai had acquired him. I felt that he would bring the balance uh, uh, to the team in terms of being the dasher that we need, and uh, uh, you know he's. you know he's ticking every box right now he picked up a wicket while bowling he was pretty tight in his bowling uh he came on to bat he scored what 36 of 20 something in the first game he backed it up with a 46 of 30 something today uh his drives are so beautiful to look at i can watch them all day uh right now it's a signing that's just working out in every in every aspect of it so uh, i just want to go back to the conversation we had about this uh, you know the role of moin ali and the csk top order in our first uh, pod so we talked in that about pap you know we kind I, i think rightly predicted based on how this match has gone that pap is going to be the i mean we called him the umbrella man and the anchor and then moin is going to be the guy who's explosive uh, just you know with these two roles i also feel that uh, you know pass should come down to 3 probably because that's where he can better control that and they need that impetus to the top which probably right now with saf and gaikwad or probably gaikwad goes out can be possible and utaba comes in they still need i think they would do well to have moin opening and then saf at number 3 what do you guys think 
I think Pujara should come in instead of Gaikwad. He's an explosive batsman. Yep, yep. Some, some, some little banter coming in from Mayank. Mayank, just on that note, Pujara has been striking it beautifully in the nets. I've never seen him hit the ball like that. What a absolute There's, swashbuckling I'm, I'm, batsman he is. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm serious about it. I, I'm, I'm sure he's going to stri- have a strike rate above one fifty. This is Friday evening talks. <laughs> Late in the episode, a few glasses have been downed. Um, okay, but one of the worries about since we talked about Pujara, uh, his fielding and his knees are a bit of a worry for T20 cricket. Is that a reason that is holding him back? Because uh, the way Rituraj Taikwad has been batting, uh, I'm pretty sure our, our dear Anirudh Krishnan can do a better job with the bat. Uh, but uh, uh, jokes apart, is is fielding a big enough concern uh, in in IPL? Just, just talking about fielding, like I think uh, you know when uh, CSK comes up against Dreras, uh, Tony is going to put Pujara at uh, City Point. Uh, our resident fielding expert, Tiger on the field uh, with his faint throws, RK coming in there. Uh, DSK on your question, I don't think um, that's a concern because as you, as we all know, we are the dad's army, and we've been hiding a lot of people on the field over the last couple of years. I don't think Watson. Was physically capable of running over the last two years, and we found a way to. Uh, and Harbhajan Singh, by the way, uh, Harbhajan Singh made a valiant effort of taking three or four steps every time the ball was hit in his direction and gave up immediately. I don't think that's the problem with this team. I think it's just that the batting depth that we have in the opening uh, department. So there's also uh, Jagadishan. There's also Utappa. I think he comes. Um, he would be third in line to replace Rutraj, and we are also discussing Moin Ali going up top as well. So there are a lot of options. I think he was a little bit of a, a depth purchase. I don't think anybody realistically expected him to uh, start too many games. But it's good to have some cover. We didn't have any cover uh, last year, so it's always good to have. I think Baji moved more in his in the Tamil movie he did than on the field. That's the new retirement plan, guys. CSK is the um mls of uh, cricket all these uh, players on towards the end of their career come here get into the movies and retire it was all gloom and doom i think today for punjab but there was one bright spot let's talk about him shahrukh khan uh, we all expected great things from him it was a great um, uh, image when he when the auction was happening the entire tamil nadu team was in the bus together and uh, they all celebrated as the uh, bids kept going higher and higher it was incredible to watch we all wanted him to do well i think he he delivered um, uh, really well today clean hitting maybe a small problem with the short ball which seems to be a trend with some of these uh, young tamil nadu batsmen uh, but was very impressive what do you guys think yeah shahrukh khan was the guy that i was looking forward to uh, uh, in the punjab team the the x factor player you can call him uh, or the player to watch out for Uh, I think he came into the came into the news after the that swashbuckling innings for Tamil Nadu uh, in the Sir Mustaqli Trophy, and uh, I guess he has yeah he has lived up to his reputation till now playing for Punjab. Uh, he he batted sensibly today, uh, way more responsibly than some of the other batsmen, and uh, I, I I see him doing good things throughout this IPL. actually staying on the topic of shahrukh khan i think today's innings from shahrukh khan was a very very important uh, one for punjab even though of course they lost the match pretty handsomely 
because if you look at that middle order if someone like shahrukh khan doesn't put his hand up and score those runs you are looking at a pretty long tail right you have jai richardson coming in at number 7 you have uh you know murugan ashwin coming after that and that looks like a very long tail uh i think um you know you have to think about uh, i think that is an area of concern for punjab right i mean it's not very often that uh, mayank rahul gale will all fail in the same game uh, it won't happen too often but i think uh, i think shahrukh khan putting his hand up in the middle order and showing that there is some stability to be found there i think is a very very important sign for punjab for the rest of the season some early uh, performances from some young superstars as promised at the start of this episode let's discuss some of the uncapped stars who are um, putting their hand up and uh, really uh, getting their name written in the papers sharukh was definitely one of them we briefly touched upon a few of the others rk do you want to talk to me about avesh yeah so uh, one of the interesting things that uh, you know avesh has done uh, since he came into the side is that in the last ipl in 2020 uh, dc were really i think uh, like they were the worst team among all in the middle overs so they had this economy rate of 8.62 from over 7 to 16 which is our normal uh, middle overs and what avesh has been able to do is by bowling up front he's pushing the main uh, you know dc bowlers into that phase so you're seeing more of uh, you know uh, like rabada and the likes of them bowling those middle overs so it's a like double edged benefit that uh, avesh has given them and he's also using uh, like initially he was a bowler who was not able to you know make use of his pace but he's starting to find the right lens uh, where he can make use of it he's also displayed a good slow ball so good improvements from avesh uh, look forward to more from uh, we also touched upon ashdeep i think um, he's been really impressive as well coming in at the death lot of pressure um, and he's been delivering Uh, really well at uh, uh, pratik what do you think about ashdeep ashdeep um, i mean he he is he has been pretty impressive for punjab uh, till now um, took three wickets uh, in the last match could not influence much uh, in this match because the batsmen couldn't score much runs but uh, yeah uh, i guess he 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 looks like a good responsible bowler who can kind of carry the punjab bowling attack forward along with shami and uh, yeah i guess uh, we will have to see how he develops throughout this ipl one to look forward for for sure exciting times for sure very few um, left armers uh, in the league um, so i think there's we have a lot to gain india has a lot to gain in our sleep doing well uh, coming to another left armer who has just won everybody's heart rk talk to me about sakaria what i find intriguing about him is like his life story you know how he's come back from a literal backwater which i mean it has become a kind of trend but also like the tragedy in his family uh, the, the big thing i see with him is like he has a he has shown that he has a big heart so that's the main thing for me and uh, he has good fundamentals you see him bowling well with the new ball as well as old ball uh, but the main thing for me is you know this guy is going to be there in the tough times he's shown that already with his all the family issues and you know what he would have gone and um, i mean continuing on on sakaria you uh, we've mentioned in the preview episode as well that he's one to watch out for and it's just a joy in the ipl right to see youngsters like him who've who've gone through the hard toil and uh, come up against people like uh, chris gale 
and bowl to them and uh, do wonders in the field as well i think that's that's what the entire buzz of the tournament is i mean it's been 13 14 years but uh, it continues and that's that's probably the main reason why we're here talking absolutely. about these guys absolutely here's a guy um, who was playing in the uh, said mushtaq ali trophy um, his his dad was a lorry driver i think he had an accident and wasn't able to earn a living for his family so uh, sakaria's brother um took up the earning responsibilities the way he was the sole breadwinner of the family sakaria was out playing cricket i don't think the family had a tv to watch how their son was doing uh tragically when he was playing in the said mushtaq ali trophy um his brother um passed away um and his parents actually hid that from sakaria because they didn't want to impact um the performance his performance in the tournament because it was really important for him and the family uh it's it's from there to getting a contract for 1.3 crores uh and then delivering the way he has in the first couple of games it's truly swag you hit the nail on the head it's one of the stories that really uh this ipl is so much more than just you know uh, 22 players going against it and one wins and one uh, one team wins and one doesn't uh careers and lives are made i think the first thing he talked about after getting that contract was about buying a house for his family lot of stories like this i think natrajan from a couple of years ago getting that big contract the first thing he's he's talking about is i'm i'm relieved that my family can now study whatever they want to study because i can afford it it's it's so much more than just uh, you know uh, bowling a ball and, and and hitting it out of the park uh, it's incredible some amazing stories uh, coming out of the ipl um lot of new uncapped players i'm sure will raise their hand and we'll be talking about them in the future episodes With that, we come to the end of the episode. Um, Pratik, you want to give us the answer to our quiz question? Yes, uh, the the man who is responsible for the highest uh, successful run chase was uh, Paul Valthati. Uh, he scored 120 runs against uh, CSK and chased down a mammoth 180, 188 single-handedly. because the next best score in that match was sunny singh who sorry dinesh karthik who was who had scored 21 runs so yeah paul valthati it is i think bsk got this uh, this question right unfortunately i got this one right too because it was in a memory that's burned in my head uh, csk has this habit we we we've done this with manvinder bisla we've done this with swapnil ashnodkar and we've got nine games uh, before we catch up next um mumbai versus srh is the first one swagat tell me who's going to win that one it's unfortunately looking like it's going to be mumbai again very predictable the thing that i'm interested looking forward to is can srh do something about the middle order let's see if they can interesting all eyes on manish pandey uh, rcb versus kkr pratik who do you think is winning i have my money on uh, rcb i think uh, kkr uh, need to sort out their uh, uh, lower middle order and i think rcb have that kind of sorted with maxwell's form uh, so for me it's rcb early pick pratik is picking rcb to go 3 and 3 um delhi versus punjab ab what do you think yeah it's going to be delhi all the way i think uh, i think the hit to punjab's confidence after getting a hun- getting bundled 
for 107 is going to kind of sort of spill over into this next game they play just two days from today so i think uh, delhi is going to win that one pretty comfortably all right uh, csk versus rajasthan rk uh, i think it's going to be csk because pitches are uh, you know slightly going sluggish this one's in bombay though so we'll have to wait and watch uh, but still i think uh, csk will have the advantage especially because i think uh, rr has a bit of a uh, you know weak uh, like underbelly so i think csk will exploit that uh thing to watch out for is i think how the uh, you know csk top order functions that would be arun what do you think about mumbai and delhi the big hitters going head to head i think uh, mumbai will win win the match because they have uh, uh, better bowling to exploit the chennai pitch i think uh, wow so what i'm looking forward in the match is a young dare, daring dc team which is full of youth and ambition so i think it'll be exciting definitely looking forward to that one a repeat of the final hopefully not a repeat of the result um srh versus punjab uh, dsk what do you think uh, i would pick srh for this one because this is punjab's first game in chennai they have been playing in mumbai till now and it's definitely does not look like a, a, a easy wicket to adapt to so srs having played there for some time i would pick them uh, and i expect uh, rashid to have a absolute blinder for game that's a good call uh, kkr versus csk uh, it's in mumbai again rathor what do you think i think it, I'll, i'll pick csk for this one uh, think that that look like uh, the team of previous seasons uh, seem to have a lot of depth in their batting as well as uh, their bowling as well a lot of utility players that they have now so looking forward to that one thing i'd be interested to see is uh, how or which combination do csk try for their opening uh, batting this time will they go for the same one wherein you know uh, they don't really have an attacking player or uh, so will they try to change that or uh, go ahead with the same combination I'm loving i'm loving all the love that csk is getting uh, rcb versus rajasthan dsk what do you think rcb rr mumbai this is a 230 uh, innings from both sides it's going to end in a super over but uh, i pick rcb to win in the super over oh, that's a very specific prediction and we're going to hold him to that next episode we're going to start with the result of this particular match and uh, dsk is uh, going to take ownership of that Punjab versus Mumbai Arun the last match before we meet again what do you think I think again uh, I will go for Mumbai Indians for this match because on current form I cannot see Punjab winning this so what I'm looking forward to is a guy like Shahrukh Khan uh, if he can uh, express himself against the best team uh, he can make a statement uh, and you must be knowing that uh, Kiran Mohre is a scout for MI Mumbai Indians, and SRK and Kiran is a good combination, and he can show to Kiran why he didn't select him. All right, Shahrukh Khan with ambitions of playing for India, uh, the man to watch for Mumbai versus Punjab. Arun boringly goes for a Mumbai victory again. With that, that's the end of the episode. We'll see you guys again in a week's time for episode four. Till then. Have fun.